Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles tonight to Matthew chapter 15 and the 39th verse. Matthew chapter 15 and the 39th verse. Matthew chapter 15 and the 39th verse. And he sent away the multitude, got into the boat, and came to the region of Magdala. And he dismissed the multitude, that's the right word, got into the boat and came to the region of Magdala. Amen. And he dismissed the multitude, got into the boat, and went to the region of Magdala. Tonight, the Spirit of God wants us to speak on the love of Magdala. The Magdala love. Amen. What made Jesus dismiss the crowd to go to Magdala? Magdala is Neham. Yeshu, when you crowd in a bitai chatter, Magdala ki bohuan, or the karna vendairano. Amen. The simple answer is there was Mary the Magdalene there. Amen. Mary and the Magdala, Abade on Dairuno. Ni Ola Salatega, Urikuta de Matitum, Ninekaita Verna Deva Mana. When you are there somewhere, there is a God who is willing to dismiss the crowd just to come into your life. Amen. Who was Mary the Magdala? The Bible says in Mark 8, in John. So it speaks about a woman who was afflicted with seven demons. And Jesus set her free. Amen. She had a serious problem. But when Jesus set her free, she became a serious disciple. From a demoniac to a disciple. Praise the Lord. Mary Magdalena. Vishwasi. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. What is Magdala love? It speaks about God's purpose and God's greatness or His passion to bring out your purpose and greatness in your life. Nindagatolla Deva Majirikita Patadim Planum. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why am I taking this? Because when you read about this woman, she moved in an extraordinary anointing. Hallelujah. She had something extra, even that the disciples did not have. She had something extra, even the 12 apostles did not have. She is actually called the apostle of apostles. Hallelujah. Amen. ആർക്കുമില്ലാത്തതുമില്ലാത്തതുമില്ലാത്തതുമില്ലാത്തതുമില്ലാത്തതുമില്ലാത്തതുമില്ലാത്തതുമില്ലാത്തതുമില്ല
if you are attacked from the beginning of this year know that god has put his fingerprint on you to lift you up ah hallelujah devathal uyartuvan kartavu theermanichirikkuna edu devathinte makkaleyum pishaashaadiyam thanne attack cheyan nokkum annal innu pagalkaalam innu raatrikaalam ninne attack cheyanundengil orthu kartavu ninne uyartuvan samayavai praise the lord hallelujah the love of magdala speaks about jesus fivefold passion about you amen number 1 his passion for your hope and your future jesus is passionate about your future many people doesn't like that ninde baaviye kuriche devam adishaktamayittu chelu cheyan aagrahikunnu we claim quite a bit saying the plans god has for us is plans to prosper and not plans to be destroyed but plans to have a hope and a future look at the intensity of god while israel was in captivity was in bondage for over 70 years he is coming with that plan and saying the plans that i have for them is plans to prosper or oh, some of you need to believe that plans to establish plans for your hope and a future the god of magdala the love of magdala is in love with your future he is not in love with your past he is not in love with your demons he is not in love with your fallings he is in love with your future the god of magdala is in love with your future magdala ile devam ninde baaviya snehikunu ninde palayakalathe pishashine alla prashnangale alla ninde baaviya devi rabaladala junadana he is passionately in love with your future hallelujah she had seven demons serious problem the old bible scholars said jesus would have taken seven times to bind that spirit i don't know maybe it for jesus maybe it only one minute but she has serious problems but jesus was not passionate about the seven demons she carried jesus was planning about her future jesus invested in her to bring the future out of who is the god of magdala who is obsessed with your future who is passionately miraculously obsessed with your future if he was not obsessed he would not have asked peter to put that net on to the right side to show him what a future that i've kept for you the miracles is just god's passion the answered prayers are just god's passion to show you how passionate is about you it is not your destination it is your start where god says how passionately he is in love with your future the god of magdala ah everybody say god of magdala jesus of magdala the love of magdala mm. some of you would say if god is so passionately with my future why is such confusion why is such uncertainty that is something about jesus something about god you have to understand he never gives you details detail therathu oru devava praise the lord he never gives you details abraham get out of the country that's all he said if you would have told him isaac you will have to offer a sacrifice if you would have told him 25 years you have to make after waiting 25 years you have to make her with a stubborn woman and he said i would have rather not cross mesopotamia 
Potiphar. He said, oh. But I've told Joseph, there's this Potiphar's girl. There is this prison. There is this problem. There is this, there's people who everybody who you're going to like, who are going to dislike you. But he said, oh. Joseph would have never stepped out. If God would have ever shown the girl that you are, got married to, you would have never got married. You would have said, I would have taken Apostle Paul's calling. The kind of husband you got married to, you would have said, I would rather be a computer engineer. God never gives you details. Why? Because God wants a willing people. I like the great man of God which said, he's not looking for ability. He's not looking for your willingness. If you're willing, if you say, I'm willing, God says, leave the ability part to me. I will make you able. All that matters to us tonight, are you willing to go the extra mile? Are you willing to obey him when he tells you something? Ability, I will give you. We, Petra Church, or we as a church, needs to be willing. Willing to obey God's voice. Hallelujah. What separates from greatness and mediocrity is willingness. Not perfection. It's willingness. Abraham was not perfect. Willingness. Joseph was not perfect. Joseph proudly declared his dreams. Willing though. To see and believe in a dream. Hallelujah. Are you willing tonight? Because he has invested in you. Because he believes in your future. Hallelujah. Amen. You know why I love this word? Because I believe the Spirit of God told me when I was about to, you know, travailing over this word. He told me, this word is going to transport you. To give you a message, a preaching is not my destination tonight. I want the preaching to transport you into the next level. Praise the Lord. Amen. Always understand about ministry, all those who want to minister. Ministry is not about finishing a word, finishing a message, finishing a worship. It is about transporting people from where they are. To where God wants to take them. Hallelujah. The God of Magdala is about your future. If you care, know that He cares for you more. Look at somebody and say, He cares for you more. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are willing, you will eat the fruit of it. Amen. Number two, second thing Jesus is passionate about. The God of Magdala, fivefold passion. Jesus has. Jesus passionate about your worship. Why did he go to Magdala dismissing a crowd? Crowd came for a miracle. Jesus wants worship. Jesus gives miracle and goes. But Jesus never leaves worshipper. Rampa, Rampa, Rampa. Talabada, Dharadara, Dharambada, Dharadara, Albudan Joel and Albudan got to two. As a Arabic and Aditan, the Devon Pogatilla, praise the Lord in the Nineka, Albudan Garano, Aradaganano. I want to be a worshipper unto God. I don't want the Lord to leave me after this service. He never leaves, he dismisses a crowd, 4,000 above people. 
he dismissed it to the worshipper. Jesus was after a worshipping woman. You can see through Magdalene's life. Jesus was offering the sacrifice to the Father in John chapter 21. And in the middle of the service, he said, Father, just wait. Worshipper is down. The Father, the angels, the heaven are all made to wait to attend to a worshipper. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He is a God of Magdala who will keep the heaven waiting when he sees the tears of a worshipper. I was the other day watching TV. I was watching TV. I was you know, pouring out my heart to the Lord. The TV was on, but I, I, I was pouring out. I was upset and tearful about certain things. I was crying on my bed. I cried. I switched off. I think I, it was midnight, so I forgot even to switch off the TV. I just slept off there. When I got up in the morning, such peace. I asked the Lord, what happened? He said, while you were watching TV, even that tear that you dropped on the bed. You dropped it, you slept, but I watched it. I saw your heart. I, I want, I healed you there. Tears is important to God. A worshipper's ears, he will keep the crowd away. He will wait, make the heavens wait. To to reach to a worshipper. Hallelujah. Somebody came other day feeling bad about a prayer that they made and it was not answered. I said, I don't know why God not answered, but what I know is we continue to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Job worshiped the Lord when he did not understand. And he blabbered so many things which are incorrect. But when a worshipper blabbers, my God is so passionate about them. He said, it's correct. He said, what my Job servant Job said is correct. I look through the Bible, so many incorrect things. He's correct. <laughs> my God of Magdala. She was the first one to sow, to see the stone rolled away. A worshipper sees the miracle first. Miracle was for everybody. She saw it first. A worshipper will always seize the miracle first. Amen. I want to exhort you, church, 2019, keep worshipping the Lord. Irrespective of what's going to happen, put your hands together before God every day morning. Keep worshipping. If heaven is going to send a miracle, it will not. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Miss your life. Hallelujah. Say the Spirit of God. When the
man. Must to see the resurrection. Why? I asked why. God told me this. I show things to people who are sweet. <laughs> A worshipper is always sweet. Look at somebody and say, at least 2019 be sweet. Why? Psalm 81 and the 16th verse. He would have fed them also with the finest of wheat and with honey from the rock. I would have satisfied you. Amen. Some of you did not notice the scripture. The scripture pastor taught me last year in the mid time. With honey from the rock, Jesus, Petra, I would satisfy you. You would be so satisfied with the taste Jesus gives you. That there will not be room for bitterness, past thoughts and complaints. You'll be so satisfied that even the words that flows from your mouth to people who defy you will be still sweet. When sweet people are there, Jesus always show up. We want to be a sweet church. Be the people accept you or not. People demean you or not. Belittle you or not. Put you down or not. Hallelujah. Praise God. Doesn't matter. As long as the sweetness of his honey satisfy you, God shows up. When God shows up in his might, you will be there. I don't know about hallelujah. I know when God shows up, you will be there. Amen. I said, Lord, fill me with the sweetness. Fill me with the sweetness. A woman who tasted demonic powers for seven years, now so satisfied. So many Christian people, they go back to the life they came because they've never tasted the honey. Hallelujah. So many people don't go it because they can't. But given an opportunity, people go. People ask me, you came to Bangalore in 97. You had money, you had friends. What stopped you? You such a holy man. I said, you don't know anything about me. It was the honey. It was the sweetness of the honey that kept me away from all the temptations. I, every now and then when the temptation would come, there was sweetness more. That the temptation did not look like temptation. I'll tell you, it's a little more beautiful. His honey arrested me. Praise the Lord. The honey of God's presence. The honey is taste arrested me. Number three. The God of Magdala. The love of Magdala. The third thing. The God of Magdala is passionate about. He's passionate about seeing you early. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Whatever things that he does. Bible says Mary Magdalene early on the day. Amen. You want to read that? You want to read John chapter 20? It's good to remind ourselves the Bible is beautiful. Amen. The Bible is beautiful. John chapter 20 and the first to us. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early. Ah, yes. While it was still dark. Ah, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Amen. He is passionate about 
revealing himself. But when? Early. She is called the apostles of apostles. You know why? Because she was the first one to announce the resurrection. Hallelujah. She spoke the gospel first. Why? Because she came early. <laughs> Not that God made a partition between women and men and said, Oh, women are much better. No. Catherine Goodman asked the Lord, Why did you choose me? Because he said, I did not find any man. I did not find a man, so I chose a woman. So it's not that men weren't there. But the woman chose to show up early. It's not about the gender. It's about who is... Is it true, Pastor? Yes. Psalm 63. From this day onwards, if this gets into your heart, I will have friends at 4 o'clock in the morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, oh, oh God, ah. you are my God. Ah. Early will I seek you. Ah. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. Oh, yes. In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. Soul is looking for what? It's actually the thirst of the soul is him. What is flesh longs? For him. Otherwise, your flesh will feel so dry in the morning. You get up. Uh, use paper, huh? A CBA director, ah, reinstated, ah, fired. Ah. <laughs> but when you give that longing, that flesh is actually longing to spend time with him. Hallelujah. You want first things? You want to be the first to partake? Wake up early. One of the girls the kids church was saying I said I used to get up late now I have to pray I have to go pick up the girls I have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning I said excellent after uh, working for 12-13 hours uh, praise the Lord eh? you have to wake up early on Sunday not to stand on the pulpit not to take the mic not to preach, but to pick up. I said, actually this word, as I prayed for that girl, God gave me. The God of Magdala. I said, the God of Magdala will visit your life. Hallelujah. We praise and we give you glory and honor. Hallelujah. How many of you believe the God of Magdala will visit you? Number four, he is passionate about your transformation. Magdala means the city of colors. Color speaks about transformation. Color speaks about a transformed life. Water turned into wine. Changed the color. Transformation. When you get baptized, old color is gone. Your newest come. If anybody is in Christ Jesus, all things have passed away and all things have become new. Transformation. The word, very word, baptizo comes from the word. Baptizo, which means a white shock going into a blue water, coming back, transformed, blue. I believe four things involves your transformation. Four things are connected to your transformation. Number one, a 
a supernatural experience. Everybody says supernatural experience. One transformation, one transformation. That's why there is experience. There is a supernatural experience. Can you imagine a demoniac becoming a disciple without an experience? Can you teach the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and get us free? No. The Bible gave her an experience. You know why we don't read the Bible anymore? Because we have heard Bible so much that when we read the Bible, it is no longer an experience. When you came to the Lord in the beginning, you learned and Jesus, wow. Now everybody knows everything. They know about Jesus, what he does and also know about him. Angels are looking at you. Not to hear the revelations, how to stop you from speaking, uttering nonsense and foolishness. And they can't do anything. Unless you speak the word, they are activated. They cannot, you know. Bible has to become an experience. Bible, I know why tomorrow. Why can the Bible, the reading of the Bible should invoke an experience. This is the word of God. Beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word became flesh. This has to become an experience. His name is the word of God. Have you opened the Bible on your knees? How many years since you have opened the Bible on your knees? Bible says, do the first works. Repent. And do the first works. What is the first works? Reading the Bible. So first thing that attached to transformation. Experience. Moses the burning bush. Experience. One experience changed from an unwilling man to stand before Pharaoh. Number two, second thing that involves your transformation, repentance. His goodness leads you to repentance from dead works to serve the living God. Hebrews says, 6, 1 to 4 says, repentance from dead works. What is the dead work? Anything that doesn't bring Jesus life. Good or bad, is dead. Anything that doesn't glorify Jesus, dead. Anything that does not stirs you to move forward is dead. Helping the poor without Jesus is a dead work. Jesus said in 1 Corinthians 13, if you help poor, don't have love. You're nothing. Hallelujah. I'm all for helping the poor. We do it. But to glorify Jesus. Because helping the poor, people are there. Preaching the gospel, very less are there. Pray for, today also I was sitting there, Lord said, pray for laborers, for the harvest. He didn't say pray for church members, pray for laborers. Laborers are there, God will save people, God will add people. Nobody there to labor. Some of you are there, I'm so amazed. Some of your strength to labor for the Lord. Of 15 hours of work, taking care of your family. No maids, taking care of your children, taking care of your mental struggles, taking care of your amazing spouses, and still able to come on time and serve the Lord. I am I'm absolutely amazed at the amazing grace of God that is working upon your life. Without complaints, once last year, amazed, above, before.
before the Almighty God for having people like that in the church. Because it's a true repentance. People have seen the, tasted the goodness of the Lord. Truly. Look at Paul. From a killer to a preacher. Transformation. What is real repentance? It's vertical and it's horizontal. 1 John chapter 4, 70 to 21. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so we are in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must first must love his brother also. <laughs> if that doesn't change you, praise the Lord. Either you or me, somebody has to go through a 40-day fast. That scripture is enough to change us, to bring us to proper repentance. If you cannot love your neighbor who you see and say that I love God without door. God said, sorry bro, you are a liar. Say repentance is vertical and horizontal. If you love him, you can have to love your brother. That's repentance. Fear involves torment. Now, so many people, when they Read the scripture involves fear. That's from the enemy. Whether I'll be able to love God. Whether I'll be able to love neighbor. Am I a liar? Am I a liar? That's not what God says. He says, if you are in that condition, receive God's love. Perfect, extraordinary love of God. Cast out all fear that you are able to boldly love God and boldly love your neighbor without being condemned from your hallelujah outside. Hallelujah, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let the true love fill your people tonight. Let them every fear, every torment serving you and following you and loving brothers. Leave them, Father. Every fear that involves in loving their brethren. Somebody clap your hands and say, We have triumphed. We we are not haters. We are not liars. We have triumphed over the lie of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's true love. Seven times 70, you forgive. True love. Woo. People take advantage of you. Love. Love your enemies. Only a Christian can do that. When the Shatrakala snake can. Only a church can go bow before and Paul who are killing the church, the brothers, the family and can still go and humble him yourself before an apostle. Only church can do it. Yesterday he was killer, killing your family. Today God is saying, I'm going to release an anointing through his life. And the church said, okay, Lord. Only church can do it. Whew. Transformation. Look at Moses' transformation. He could not put up with one person. He killed him. When he was transformed, he put up with 60 lakh people. 
minus 2. Some, so the Lord is prophetically telling me, oh my God, it's not in there. Sometimes when you put up, the two person can give you as much as energy and love and passion. What the other 58 lakh, 998 people can't give you. For 58 lakh, 98,000, 998 people can't give you. Moses found the energy in three people. Joshua, Hur, Aaron. Those three people are sometimes needed to fulfill, to take you forward. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Forget about the rest. How many I finished? Repentance involves third thing. Supernatural experience, repentance, finding the purpose. Luke chapter 8, 1 to 3. True repentance will always find God-given purpose. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Suzanne, and many others who provided for him from their substance. She was a wealthy woman. Moment she was transformed, she understood her purpose. She started moving with Jesus and providing from her pocket. Jesus was provided by a woman. Women provide for Jesus and for his ministry. Can you imagine? God is going to raise up women. God is about to raise up people who could provide for Jesus and his ministry. God will abundantly provide for you. They should win the Velakaita. Nina Bioikamendi Ninda Persa Kartavu Nakim Tulumbum. Repentance always finds a purpose. Everything that is connected with you has to have a gospel face. Oh, praise the Lord. Everything that is connected with you from your wife to your children to your bank accounts to your job to your positions to your influence everything should carry the face of the gospel. That is what I want from our church. A church should have the face of the gospel. When we raise up our kids, face of the gospel. Keep the gospel in mind. When you're telling something to your wife, keep the gospel in mind. When you raise up, up, God is blessing you with business, have gospel in mind. Hallelujah. True repentance involves something called correction. Mary Magdalene called him Rabboni, teacher. She was corrected by the angel when she brought the spice to worship a dead Jesus and said, Why are you looking? The living among the dead. Why have you so much of unbelief coming and worshipping a dead Jesus? She received the correction. She did not go, Oh, True repentance receives correction. Father loves, he disciplines. He corrects, one of the versions says. It's a part of our life. When you are so secure in the love of God, people are corrected. Today people are stubborn. I rebuke the demon. Of, it's a stubborn demon. I rebuke it. Rebellious demon, I rebuke it. Go! Look at somebody who said, left me. 
I know you're tempted to say it left you, but say it left me. It's left me. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is not a... St- you cannot think that Holy Spirit is living inside you. It can live stubborn. So the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, living inside of me, He will raise me up out of stubbornness. It's repentance. Change of... Complete change of mind. Nobody likes correction when you are an unbeliever. When you're a believer, he who loves, he corrects. Your children like correction? No. You don't scream at them? Why are you screaming? You scream at the maid? You scream at the child? Is it the same? You scream at the maid because you pay her. You scream at your son because your blood. Jesus corrects us because we are his owners and co-owners. Oh my God, I hope. Wounds of a friend is better than the kisses of the enemy, the Bible says. You can trust the wounds of a friend. There are friends in this house who might wound you and say, what you're doing is not right. So wounds of a friend. Deceitfulness is the kisses of the enemy. When you see a friend of yours walking and living in sin and keep quiet about it, so that you can have his and her love. I'm telling you, it's a deceptive spirit. Bible says when somebody is overtaken in temptation, you who are gentle, restore them without being got into the same temptation. Overtaken by the same temptation. You have to gently restore him. Gently, I up. Gentleness. Open to correction. And I've seen people who are truly had all these experiences and one more experience with their repentance. They have overcome the temptation to quit. You see Mary Magdalene who was tormented by seven demons ever quitting? The one, I love that word. The one who is more forgiven will love him more. Extent of understanding of how great the Lord's blood has gone inside and brought you out. You will love him more. The temptation of losing focus, you will overcome. Amen. Many times I've lost focus, but never lost. Because the repentance, the gift of repentance that I received from the Lord was true. You never lose. You focus. Hallelujah. Now I'll tell you what real transformation is about. You can write it down. Real transformation is taking you to the highest potential to what God created to be. Everybody say, real transformation is taking you to the highest potential to what God created to be. If you are an apple seed, to bring you to the highest potential of making that red apple out of you. That's transformation. Anybody thought that seed could become an apple? No. Wow. That's what God is doing tonight. It's not easy. To make a seed into an apple is not easy. To make a fisherman into a fishers of men, it's not easy. To make a Saul into a Paul, it's not easy. To make a Simon out of Peter, it's not easy. To make a Thomas out of doubter into an apostle, it's not easy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. To make our hallelujah, lust-loving David into a praise God, committed husband, is not easy. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is not. It takes all the grace of God. The one who does not fear God, Job's wife. Job's wife into somebody who is a holy woman of God that will bring forth eight children. It's not a joke. Or ten. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's not a joke. It's transformation. 
നിന്നെ കർത്താവ് എന്തിനു വേണ്ടി സൃഷ്ടിച്ചോ അത് മുഴുവനും ആക്കാൻ പറ്റുന്നത് അതാണ് വ്യത്യാസം എന്ന് പറയുന്നത് വാട്ട്സ് ഇൻ യുവർ കോർ വാട്ട് എക്സൈറ്റ് യു വാട്ട് എക്സൈറ്റ് യു ടു ബ്രിങ് ദാറ്റ് യു ഫീൽ എക്സൈറ്റഡ് ടു ബി എൻ ഇൻറ്റർസെസർ ടു ബ്രിങ് ദാറ്റ് ഫുള്ളി ഔട്ട് ഓഫ് യു യു ഫീൽ എക്സൈറ്റഡ് ടു വേർഷിപ്പ് ദ ലോഡ് ടു ബ്രിങ് ഫുള്ളി ഔട്ട് you bring excited to see soul saved to bring the full potential you be excited to be a pastor who is willing to sacrifice your time your energy for somebody to bring a full pastor out of you you like excited to teach the word of god to bring the full out of you come on somebody that's what transformation is all about now finish with this the god of magdala was passionate about revival he dismissed the crowd came to this one woman speak about his passion was purpose about revival she was one of those who were in the upper room hallelujah i was amazed in luke 3 women working together with jesus <laughs> women together and no competition only jesus could do it praise the lord and pastors who have jesus inside of them also can do it praise the lord hallelujah no amen for that all <laughs> all the boys are saying amen all the women are giving me that smile <laughs> let me see <laughs> revival will not happen in the same room with competition and envy praise the lord write it down amen jesus said cast out hagar hagar cast her out otherwise isaac will have tough times ahead the competitive the fleshy lady cast her out otherwise your isaac will not prevail isaac will not grow tonight let's cast out the competition cast out everything so isaac will prevail only one thing you need to do some of you say what is that one thing that i need to do one thing one thing mary magdalene did was to sit in his presence a loving god to fight her battles hallelujah she clung the bible says she was a clinging lady even jesus said don't cling to me lady now i'm on my way to the father she was a clinging always clinging to jesus that's the only word people misunderstand and say oh she was her husband no 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 she was clinging to that sweet presence she clung to him and allowed jesus to fight her battles You want a Magdala experience? Allow Jesus to fight your temptations. Allow Jesus to fight your battles. As a pastor, Lord said, allow me to fight your wolves. Praise the Lord. My rod and my staff, I will comfort you with that. Allow Jesus to fight your battles. Fight your wolves. Fight everything that is coming against you. If it was you who would have need to fight, he would have put that claw and that teeth in your mouth. But he didn't. All that you need to do, bah! ba ba why he will fight your battles who ever come against you will not withstand you because he will fight your battles hallelujah he said only be still i will fight your battles battle is the lord victory is ours i love the lord to fight your arguments i love the lord to fight your arguer i love the lord to fight your accusation i love the lord even arguments come in the family i love the lord don't argue each other i love the lord it's a spirit ah yeah yeah It's a spirit. It's not about who is right and who is wrong. It's a spirit. I love the Lord to fight it. And 
And because of that, I close with this, please. Jesus said the biggest moment of his life. So, came and said, Mary, Mary, Mary. I am going to my God. And my God has become your God. I'm going to my Father. And my Father has become your Father. What an extraordinary moment. The son of God who was 100% God and 100% man. He was the ark of the covenant, the wood laid with gold. 100% man, wood laid with gold, 100% God. This God, as he was going on to the mercy seat to cover everything that we have spoken and done against him. He's so excited. Oh, I'm going to cover it. I'm going to open the heart of the Father to my people. And who did he share with? Mary Magdalene. Wow. It's not a story, my world. The love of Magdala. The Magdala love be upon your life in an experiential, tangible way.